0: December's income report. It's the end of the year. We are wrapping up the million dollars and this month was full of action and relaxation. So if you're ready to hear the lessons I learned and the things that we did, and let's not forget the amount of money we generated in December 2020, then let's jump on in. Hey, y'all. Okay, so before we jump into this month's income report, which was, I'm super excited about this. Like this was a good, we did a lot, but also it's all the things that we learned along the way that I really wanna share with you. So as always, we'll save the numbers for the end. But I did want to read one of our spotlight listeners reviews. This one comes from Sparker Marketer. And so this one, five stars, tons of value. Brandy offers so much value and spunk in every episode. You can tell she loves what she does and wants her listeners to feel the same. And Sparker Marketer, you are 100% correct. I want all of you to love your business, love what you do and be excited about what you're doing and the impact you're having on the world. And so thank you so much for that review. If you get a value and tons of information out of this podcast and you haven't left us an honest review yet, I would just ask you, can you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes everything run very smoothly. My podcast manager loves when she sees them come through and I read every single one of them. So if you could just take two minutes to leave us an honest review, it would be so appreciated and you could be one of our next Spotlight listeners. Okay, so let's jump into this month's income report. And so we'll save the fun numbers for the end. And these are some big numbers also I love sharing. Okay, but I want to talk about what happened. So it was December. We had already crossed the million dollar mark. So if you haven't listened to November's income report, make sure to go back and listen to that one. That's the one that I really talk about, you know, what it felt like to finish up a million. And we'll link that in the show notes. And then check out our other podcast episode where I went over the 10 lessons growing to a million dollars. There's so many gold nuggets in there. I've never got so many DMs after an episode. So make sure you check that one out. We'll link that up. So coming into December, it was kind of like a weird thing because we hit our goals. Then I was like, okay, I think I know where we're going to land for the year. And I was happy with that. I was just like on cloud nine, y'all. But we had a big launch that was coming up. So in December, we launched Beta to Biggie Accelerator to the email list. So in November, we had done a very, very soft launch of the program just to our mastermind students that wanted to continue with us for another year. But here's what happened. We did that and there was no training. They just were like, yeah, Brandy, let's do the dang thing. We're in. Well, in December, I was doing a training that I'd never done before. Y'all, and I've never been so excited about a training. Like I love giving value, but this training was a whole nother thing. It was so jam-packed with so much amazing information. Everyone was DMing me afterwards saying like, oh my gosh, best training you've ever done. And these are people who've been through all my trainings. And so leading up to this, I was super excited and super nervous. So if you've ever put out a training, you're probably like, oh my gosh, I get so nervous. No one else probably gets nervous. And I'm here to tell you, I do a lot of trainings. I'm on camera a lot throughout the month. And every week I'm on camera a lot. And I still got nervous because here's the deal. When you care about something so much and you want it to be beneficial to other people, you're going to be nervous. And that's normal. It kind of means that you care. So if you're not nervous, great. But that first time doing it, like it means you care. I still get nervous every time I do the how to scale to consistent ten thousand dollar months, and I get nervous. I send Janessa a text every time before we do it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up. Like it still happens, y'all. And I've I could do that training in my sleep. And it's because when I do it recorded, I'm not nervous. I'm just recording. Like, but when I do it live, there are people showing up there live to get so much value. And I want to make sure that I'm always providing value and showing up in a way that over delivers. And so I get nervous. And this training was no different. And the first time you do something, it, you're even more nervous. And so what happened, though, is I got in this training and I started seeing everyone in the chat be like, Oh, my gosh, this is me. This is me. This is me. And I just started, like I was in my element and so much value came from that training. It was so good and people really got to see where they wanted their business to go and the possibilities and how that didn't have to look like an overwhelming experience and how we weren't promising 100K in 30 days or 90 days, but we were talking about creating a business that's sustainable and profitable and not some get rich quick scheme. And it was such an amazing training And I would do that training every single month live. Like that's how much I love doing that training. So we launched Beta to Biggie to our audience and we welcomed 16 amazing women to the program. And I was so excited because we had our previous one. And now we're like in the thick of it. We're helping people launch their betas. People are launching their betas. So it's been so fun. And this program is just something that truly, truly lights me up. And I can't wait to share it with the world. So Beta to Biggie launch happened. It was not like your big launch because there is an application process. So we're not like promoting it everywhere. We send out a few emails. If you get your application approved, then you get to watch the training. And then we usually chat a little bit in the DMs. So love this launch. I got to chat with so many people in the DMs, no matter if they joined or they didn't join. I just love connecting with y'all. I love connecting with my audience. I love seeing where you're at in your business. I love chatting with you. So I love the conversations that happen in the DM. But I will be honest, it was a lot of DMs. And there got to a point where I was like, holy bananas. Like, I need someone to take over the rest of my business so I can just be in the DMs chatting with y'all. So it was, I mean, we had like 200 people that applied, 113 people that were approved. And then I was really in the DMs with about 60 people consistently. And I just love chatting. But like I said, the rest of my business kind of took a back seat, And this is when I started to see some holes in our business. So I'm always telling you, I pride myself on the fact that we have a super efficient team. Our business runs really well. But during this process, I found a lot of holes. And I talk about this also in SurfScale Scale Soar. Like when you go out of town, if you uh, take a break, if like, you get into the situations, and that's when you find the holes in your business. And it doesn't mean that your business is broke. It just means there are some holes that we need to fix. And during this beta to biggie launch, our systems on the back end ran amazing for beta to biggie. But I found some holes that were happening in other places, ways that we could improve, ways we can get more efficient. And there was some holes in not the onboarding, but the DMing situation. Like I was trying to keep up with who I was chatting to and everything. And it just got a lot. We didn't have a system in place for that. And so this is always a great time to step back and reflect on how can we improve the systems we have. And that's exactly what we're doing in February is a full system overhaul. Not overhaul, but at least a full system audit with SOPs created behind it. Okay, so beta to biggie launch. So much fun! Love our new members. We are rocking it out. I do one-on-one clarity calls with every single one of them, and I love it. Like I love those one-on-one calls because you get so much clarity about where your course is going, where your business is going, and everyone tells me that I need to delegate those out to someone else, and I'm like, no way! Like that was the plan. Maybe it'll happen next year or something. But I just thrive getting to know my beta to beta students and seeing where they're at and helping them get clarity. So right now that is 100% something I'm still going to do. That is not something that we are going to delegate out. I love that so much. So this beta to biggie experience has been, uh, I haven't been so excited about something since I first launched SurfScale SOAR. And I love my SurfScale SOAR, but like beta to biggie just fills my heart in a whole new way. And I cannot wait to see the impact we have this year with this program. Okay, so the second thing that we really did in December was this is the first time I've done this and I've only had, this is my second year having a program, but we didn't do it last year, we're doing it this year, is that we offered a, like our students who were on payment plans for the membership or the course, we sent them an email and said that if they upgraded it or if they went on and paid off the remaining balance, then we would give them the pay in full bonuses. And we also gave them the lower rate. So if they paid for conversions for clients, if they were on the payment plan, then that ends up being like, Twenty two hundred, I think. But if you pay in full, it's nineteen ninety seven. So what we did is we sent out an email and said they had till December eighteenth, and if they wanted to go in and pay off their payments, they could, and they'd get a discount. But they'd also be able to get any of the pay in full bonuses. And you know, we said like, talk to your tax accountant. It may be beneficial for you. It may not be beneficial for you. But we put that out there for people to pay off theirs. And we had so many people that were so excited to get a discount because they could go in and pay off their balance to get those extra bonuses. And it was something that I got an email from one of my mentors and I was like, oh, this is a good idea to let people have that option so they can start the new year without payments and things like that. And if it helps them on taxes, great. But we made sure to put a disclosure like, this is not tax advice, talk to your tax accountant. Y'all know me and like, I love to give disclosure. I'm not an attorney. I'm not an accountant. I'm not a bookkeeper. So we did put that disclosure in there and it really helped a lot of people. We got so much great feedback from having that offer out there. So that is definitely something that we will be doing every single year. So then what happened is, so I took off from Christmas Eve until January 4th. That's more than a week. It's almost two weeks. And I completely checked out. And it was so refreshing. It was so nice. After my husband's birthday is two days after Christmas. And I wanted to really celebrate him and how much he does for our family. But I also wanted to celebrate million dollar a year. So we were talking and our parents are so excited that we live in North Carolina now, so close to them and they this is a great time for them to watch Riley because they're off for Christmas then they're off New Year's Eve New Year's Day and Austin's mom's a teacher so she's off that whole week so we're thinking like oh we could do a getaway with just the two of us and really be able to celebrate 2020 and the year and be grateful for all the things that happened and really reflect on the places that we needed to grow and because you know here's the deal 2020 was great business year, but it definitely took personal tolls on my husband and I and my daughter. We are people who like to go. We don't like to be like trapped. And so for me, it was really like not being able to connect with people in that live aspect. That was a real struggle for me. Also, we didn't get to travel as much. We did do some traveling, but definitely not as much as we're used to. And there was just a lot of changes in our life. We had, we moved to North Carolina. We struggled, like my grandfather passed away. So there was a lot of stuff that as a married couple, we dealt with this year. That was just a struggle. So this is where I want y'all to think like, just because everything looks like rainbow and butterflies on the outside for people, that's not always what's going on. And so we are so grateful for one another. And, but we knew that we needed to get away. We needed some just us time to refresh and get ready for the new year. So, well, we went up to Virginia for Christmas and then Christmas, the day after Christmas, we got on a plane and we flew into Vegas. We spent 24 hours in Vegas very quickly. Gambling is not my thing. We did, they were still doing like super intimate food tours. So we did the mask and we were super safe. They, the tour was amazing. They kept us at our own tables and we got, you know, it's really hard right now. I think Vegas is at 25% occupancy. So since we booked through this food tour, we got seated right away. We didn't have to wait. And we got to go to four of the best restaurants in Vegas. And it was so fun. My husband's such a foodie. I'm such a foodie. And so it was, and they did such a great job with just being super protective, six feet distance, mask, all that kind of stuff. And so we had such a great time. That's pretty much all we did in Vegas was go on this food tour. We stayed at the Bellagio. So from our room, we could see the fountains and everything. It was so cool. I think that I would go back to Vegas after COVID when we could do like buffets and stuff like that. Gambling is not my thing, but I would love to go back and see a show and really explore all the resorts and things like that. But then the real part of this is we flew into Vegas because I had never been, but then also we wanted to drive to Sedona. So you can either fly into Phoenix. That's usually what most people do. It's about a two hour drive to Sedona. So we knew we were going to have to drive regardless. And so I booked us to um, Vegas and it's a four hour drive and we were going to stop at the Grand Canyon and stuff and that didn't happen. But the funny thing is my husband has never flown first class and I've only done it for business and when I had points and stuff and I'd only done it like four times before this, but the business has always paid for it. So I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to spoil my husband so much because he's so amazing. And so I booked us first class and I was thinking it was going to be like, And this was flying from Charlotte to Vegas. So it's like a five hour flight. So the funny thing is, I thought it was going to be like your normal first class where you come on the plane, you're the first section, you know, you have pretty normal seats, but a little way more comfortable. And they're still doing food and drink service for first class, where the rest of the flight, they're not. And I was like, oh my gosh, for this long a flight, we're going to have to have this because I get super antsy about the three hour mark. I just need to get up and move and stuff like that. Well, we get on the plane. And they tell us, oh, you go this way. And we were like, wait, what? So we weren't going the way that everyone else was. We were on this first class plane where you had like your own cubicle, your seat laid down the whole way. The TV like pulled out. I mean, it was so crazy. And my husband and I were beside each other, but we had a wall that you could put up or down and to like, you know, and I think these are the first class flights that they do for like overseas. And my husband looked at me and was like, this is how you fly first class. And I was like, no, 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 do not get used to this. I've never flown first class like this. And it was seriously, we were cracking up. We were like, this is the best thing ever. And it was just such a fun experience. And he was totally spoiled because on our way back, we did first class with United instead of American. It was like your normal first class. And I will say that like United is not my favorite airline to fly with, but their first class was like, even janky compared to American Airlines' regular first class, and he was like, "This is the best experience." And it was so fun to be able to give that gift to him because he looked like a kid in a candy store, but I did too. We were like, "This is bananas." And then he got into Uniteds, and he was like, "Oh, this is definitely not as nice." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, you're totally spoiled flying now. like you're never going to want to fly any other way." So it was just such a fun experience. And then we went down to um, Sedona, so we flew into Vegas. Drove down to Sedona and we just really wanted to get away. And that's why we picked Sedona because it's, you're out in the middle of the desert. You are secluded. We could do hiking. We wanted to do like dune buggies and things like that. So we were really excited to go to Sedona. We had never been. I was telling my best friend, Emily, she's been on the podcast about how we were going and her and her husband joined us and we stayed at Enchantment and it was really, really cool. But the best part is like, we just had a different vibe in Sedona. And it was, I came back from Sedona feeling so peaceful, like just at peace with everything. And I don't do the words and all that stuff. But if I had to come back with a word, I feel like it would be peaceful for 2021, like just peace. And I came back with a whole new outlook on just how to like, live my day to day. I did some meditation. We went into like the crystal shops. Um, we tried new things that I never thought we would do. Like my husband and I had a tarot card reading, um, which was super crazy. Like I was, my mind was blown. My husband's still like, that was weird. Like weird in a good way, weird. Like it was just so different for us. And we just got to connect on a different level. Him and Brian went in and did doom buggies one day and had so much fun. I relaxed, which is not something that I'm very good at. Like, I'm not someone who's like, ooh, let's go to the spa. Like, that is usually not my default. I'm like, can we go, like, do something? Like, usually I'm the one on the dune buggies, not at the spa. But I wanted him to have some, like, bro time. So he went out with Brian, and they had so much fun on the dune buggies. And I went and had a energy clearing. And y'all, it was therapy. (laughs) Like, I cried for an hour and a half, pretty much dealt with everything that I had been dealing with and came out like a whole new person. Like they did, it was a massage. We did like our intentions. We burned them. We like smudged, like super woo, not normally something that I would be doing. And it was, I just came out feeling like a totally different person. And then I also had aromatherapy treatment and it was good for me to relax because I am not the best at relaxing. Like relaxing to me is like going for a three-mile hike or, you know, like playing Call of Duty or something like that. Like I'm just not good at the traditional ways to relax. And so it was very eye-opening for me because it was a lot of quiet, like just being with yourself and being quiet. And I think I needed that. And I do journal and I do meditate, but the thing is there's always noise here. Like it's different when you're in your house. And Sedona really helped me open my eyes what I wanted out of my life, what I wanted out of the business, what kind of mother I wanted to be. So it was such an amazing experience. Austin and I did some hiking. We saw some of the most amazing views. Like we were in the vortex. And so we learned a lot of history, which I always appreciate. We had so much fun and we were so glad to do that with also our best friends, Emily and Brian. And I know that they needed that time too, to really reflect on theirs. And they came out of Sedona in such a different place as well. And so I would highly encourage you to um, go to Sedona if you have a chance. You're in the middle of the desert and it is just such a magical place. Got a different feeling to it when you go. It's kind of eerie that like you can go somewhere and it just feels different. And so I we really enjoyed that. And I 100% know that I needed it. But I also know that it felt really good to check out of the business. And not check out in a way, but step away and really be able to see like the bigger picture because when we're in it, it's really hard to see and not to have my mind on business the whole time. That's the thing. Like, my goal was to go out there and really get clarity on where I wanted. And honestly, I didn't think about the business very much at all. There was probably one day that I really spent some time reflecting on the business, but it was all about growing as a person and my family because I know. When I can grow as a person, the business will grow. I'll be able to impact more people. And that's been the biggest gift over 2020 is I grew a lot in 2020. I always tell my husband, I feel like 2020 made me become an adult. And I'm so grateful for that. But I will 100% start taking off that time every single year. Tell my husband, I think that that's the smartest thing for us to do from a personal standpoint and a business standpoint is that Christmas Eve till the new year is like completely checking out, going somewhere, maybe maybe it's staying home, but not being in the business. And my team had off the holidays, so Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then they had that weekend off, of course, because we don't work weekends, and then New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and then that weekend leading up. And I would love to get our business to a point where they can also take off the full 14 days or 10 days or whatever it is, and our office is completely closed. So that's something we'll be working on this year for sure. Okay, so then everyone has been asking me what my goals are for 2021. And it's so funny because last year I was so vocal, but this year it just makes me feel naked when people ask. And I'm just like, it has been one of those weird things. And I really reflected on this. We got back, I've been journaling a lot. And so here's the deal. My goals are not for the business. I'll tell you my next business goal. It is not necessarily gonna happen this year. Like I honestly don't know. If it will, and that's okay. But my next business goal is to hit the business to do 1 million in profit for 12 months. So for a full calendar year. So that would mean this year, if we did 2 million in cash flow in the bank, so actual revenue, then we ran at 50% profit, million dollars in the bank. So that would be the goal. But I also know that we need more help. Like our team needs way more help. As I'm recording this, we have three contractors on the team. We have Steph, who is our podcast manager. We have Chelsea, who's our graphic designer. And we have Janessa, which really is our customer support. She's the backbone to our programs. She makes sure that, you know, payment recovery, customer support in the inboxes. She also makes sure all the programs have everything they need. They're everything scheduled and ad event, so all of our students can easily access everything we're doing. She schedules all the stuff in Zoom and she's launch support. So, Janessa's like my right hand person, she is the backbone to this business. And then there's me. So, there's like four of us running this million dollar business, and two of them are only with us for a little bit of time each month. So, Stephanie with just the podcast and Chelsea with just the graphics. So, when we look at it from a business standpoint, it's only me and Janessa doing pretty much 90% of all the work. And that is a lot on her. That's a lot on me. So, what we really need is if we want to grow this to 2 million and beyond, then we really need team support. So, that is something that we're actively working on to make sure that, you know, I know that we need team, but I'm not just jumping into hiring a team. I'm going through a program that helps you decide who you need, how to hire them, who's the right fit. Because if I'm going to do this, I want to do it the right way. So, with my goals, my next business goal is to have A million dollar profit for a calendar year. And so that may happen this year, it may not happen this year, maybe next, I don't want to put a time limit on this, because I want to do it the right way. And so that is the next business goal. Now for 2021, we have more impact goals than revenue goals. And so our impact goal is to help 150 people start a second stream of revenue in their service-based business. And so our big focus this year will be on Serve Scale soar, and Beta to Biggie because Beta to Biggie is helping those service providers pretty much pandemic-proof their business because here's what I know, a lot of people in 2020 lost a lot of clients and their only revenue stream was coming from their services. But if they would have had a second revenue stream, either a course or membership or something like that, they would have kind of pandemic proof their business because here's what I know, course creators and membership creators, their sales skyrocketed this year across the board because what happened is more and more people are coming online. More and more people are working from home. More and more people are looking to have something that's also pandemic proofing their lives. And so our goal is to help 150 people create a second stream of revenue and launch it four times over the next 12 months. So that's our impact goal. And that's what I'm really excited about is seeing other people create a pandemic-proof business. And this really, really just, this has been on my heart since I started seeing people lose their clients and stuff is how can we have a business with multiple revenue streams? And that's what I want to ask you. If you lost all your clients today, where would your business be? And so this is where my impact goal is, is I want to help 150 people create a second revenue stream that is profitable and sustainable. So this is not about 100k in 90 days. This is about creating a business that's going to last you year after year after year and grow and that's profitable and sustainable with your business, your life, all of that. And so that's what we're doing inside Beta to Biggie. So that's my one impact goal. My second impact goal is to be able to donate as much as possible to Village Impact. So our full goal, I will be honest, is $100,000 for this year. I want to be able to donate $100,000 to Village Impact. And I know that the more people we impact in our program, Serve Skill and Beta to Biggie, that the more impact we can have on Village Impact. And so these are my two goals this year. They're really not revenue driven. They are impact driven because that's just where I'm at in my business. My husband and I live very comfortably. And Riley, we have everything we need and now like how can we help other people and how can we get them to a place where they can help other people that don't have everything that they need. And so that's where we're at right now with the goals. I know they're not like sexy revenue goals and maybe we will hit the million dollar profit in the business and do like around 2 million. But I also know this is going to be a year of really structuring the business to be able to continue to run year after year after year with growth. And we're gonna have to hire some people. So our profit margins may go down a little and that's okay because I know that once we get the right people in the right seats, then our revenue will go up. That's what should happen when you hire people. That's why we're taking this slow and doing it the right way. So that's kind of the goals for 2021. So how will that affect the income reports? Y'all, I'm still gonna, I was gonna discontinue these and then everyone was like, no, 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 we want these. So I'm still going to give you the goals. We won't be focused on revenue generated. I'll talk about the actual cash flow that's coming in through the bank. We'll actually talk about real numbers, not revenue generated. When we have launches, I'll go over what we did generate. But I really am going to focus on profitability. So each month, I'm going to tell you what our expenses were. I'm going to tell you what we brought in. And then are we on goal for 50% profitability? And how many lives are we impacting through our programs? So that's really where it's going to be. And then of course, I'm going to take you behind the scenes as we go through this whole year of hiring people, what I'm learning in that process, and what that looks like. So, and also we have launches. So what does our business look like? We'll be talking all about that. So this is something that I still want to give you the behind the scenes look. The numbers will be changing a little bit. And as we bring on employees and things like, I'm not going to be able to talk about how much money completely everyone's making and things like that because of privacy reasons. But I will give you as many numbers as we can, and I will always be as transparent as possible. So that's December. It was a whirlwind of a month. It was so fun. It was relaxing, and I want more months to be like that. So let's talk about the numbers now. Total cash flow in was $96,000. Just to put this in perspective, you need to run at about $83,000 per month cash flow in order to hit a million dollar year. So I always like to talk about like six figure year. You need eighty four hundred for a million dollar a year. You need to bring in eighty three thousand per month for a six figure year. It's eighty four hundred a month. So that was our cash flow ninety six thousand in revenue generated. So this is the money that projecting after people's payments was one hundred and fifty six thousand one oh one. So really good numbers. Super happy with these. And then our expenses, cost of services was $1,200. Most of this was all from beta to biggie. Everyone that joins us, they receive a box. And so, and it also included affiliate costs. So that's cost of services, but the boxes I love sending and I love when y'all post this on Instagram and stuff, but our beta to biggie students get like these beautiful boxes sent to them. The team cost was 14867 That's including my W-2 pay. So like how my business pays me a paycheck that was included in there. One of the things we did invest in in December was for one of my copywriters, Erica, to do a brand or a voice guide. So when we bring in a content manager, because that's one of the people we're going to hire, they know my voice. So Erica is working on that for us now. And that was one of the investments that we don't usually have ongoing. But I'm excited to get that back. I'm excited to see how that helps the content manager. I've never used one of these, so it'll be fun to see how that works. We only spent $212 in Facebook ads. I did spend $636 on supplies, like office supplies. Most of this was for my studio. So we're building... Right now, most of my like when I record and all that is on a PC because you just get more bang for your buck. They run better. But I really love and miss working on my Mac. So we set up a second studio that's all Mac based. And then we have the one that I'll do all my streaming and stuff, which is PC based. And then software was more expensive because we had some yearly costs come out, which was 2762 for software. Software is usually that, not that much, but we use Searchy in all of our programs so that our students can search anything that they're looking for. And as podcast guest, if you go to surfscalesore.com and you go over to the podcast page, if you scroll down to the bottom, it says search for podcasts. You can actually type in any word I say and see our whole database of all of our podcast episodes. So we pay for Searchy. That came up. It was $1,400 for the year. So the majority of the software was paying for Searchy for the year. And then I also invested in Ecamm, which is how you get all the fancy stuff when you're streaming. But that's specifically for Macs. On my PC, I use VMix. People always ask what we use for all the fun stuff that we do with videos. And that's the software that we use. Okay, so then education was really expensive. So education was $26,000. I invested in two, like two things. One was a program to help us run like clockwork with Adrian and their and Mike, which Mike is the one that did Profit First. Adrian helped co-create Run Like Clockwork, the book. So I'm going through their program, which is a 12 month program to really get our team set up the way it needs to be set up. And then I also joined a mastermind, so with Stu McLaren. And so I'm in his mastermind. So I paid for both of those products in full. So that's where most of the education came from at $26,000. And then merchant fees, this number goes up every month. And I'm so grateful for that, but it also sucks. It's $3,000. So that's how much like Stripe and PayPal and stuff take out in fees. So we're at $3,000. And then so my expenses were 48694 It was right at 50% for cash flow that came in. So that's super exciting. That's what we're going to be talking about. So running at that 50% profitability. And then our goal is really to um, keep our eye on that. That's what my bookkeeper knows. My account knows that we're really going to make sure that we're running at 50% profitability. For 2020, we ran at 56% profitability. So super, super happy with that. I know it's gonna go down a little bit and that's okay, but we wanna try to keep as close to 50% as possible with our margins. So y'all, that was December's income report. So much information, so much juiciness. I hope you were able to learn some things, whether it's to you know, create a second stream of revenue and- pandemic proof your business or maybe it was that you need to take a week off at the end of the year how can you make that happen start planning for it now these things take time or maybe you just need some reflection and so whatever you took away from this I hope it helps you we'll continue the income reports and if you are interested in creating a second stream of revenue in your business head to beta to biggie.com we'll link it up but it's B E T A T O dot com and you can apply to watch our training. So the training is pre-recorded. We'll just send you the recording. You can watch it on your own time and see if creating a second stream of revenue with a course or membership is right for you in 2021. And remember, we're looking to impact 150 lives this year and Village Impact. That is our big, big goals. And if you're like, how can I support in any way, whether it's Bated Biggie or Village Impact? DM me, let's collaborate. Let's think of ideas to make a bigger impact on this world. So y'all, here's to 2021. I'm excited for what's to come. I know if we can make it through 2020, we can make it through 2021 and not just make it, but thrive. And so go out this week, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into the six-figure year you deserve.